Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and in this episode, I'm going to walk you through seven steps that you can take to crush the first 90 days at a brand new job. Now, whether you know it or not, the first 90 days at a new job basically makes or breaks your success when it comes to the potential that you have within that organization. See, as a new employee, you have superpowers. You can play that new person card and ask for meetings with almost anyone, and you can ask questions that tenured employees can't get away with. But that magic only lasts for so long. And typically what I found is that in my experience, 90 days is just about the mark that you have to take advantage of it. And if you do, if you capitalize on it, you are going to hit the fast track in this role and at this company. But if you don't, the opposite is going to happen. So I'm going to teach you seven steps right now that you can leverage to hit that fast track, to maximize the first 90 days so that you are set up for success when it comes to growth trajectory, promotions, and everything that you could want out of this company. The first step is to make your VIP list. So when you start a new job, you need to get out there and get the lay of the land when it comes to all of the people who could impact your ability to grow at this company. So the easiest place to start is with your manager and with your teammates, but then you want to expand. So what colleagues on other teams can impact your ability to be successful? What about skip level managers, people who manage your manager or other executives further down the line? Who are the folks that in three months, 12 months, and three years could potentially impact your ability to take that next step up? You want to make a list of those people, and it should be about 10 to 20 people long. Now, for each person, you just need their name and an email, and then I want you to add that to a spreadsheet. We'll come back to that spreadsheet a little bit later. The next step here is to send one request per day. So here's the template that you can use. You can basically say, hey, so-and-so, I'm Austin, and I just started a job on this team that I'm on. I'd love to find time to grab a virtual coffee and learn more about your background, what you do here at this company, and how we can partner in the future. So you're basically going to rinse and repeat. Just send this out one time to one person every single day. And if you have 10, 20, 30 people on your list, you're going to get through this list very, very quickly. And that means you can focus more on the conversations and better yet, the actions that come out of the conversation, which is really where the magic is going to happen. So when you sit down with each of these people, you want to have a plan. You don't just want to go into the conversation and hope that you get something out of it. And so that is where the third step comes into play, which is to ask the three magic questions. And they are one, What are you and your team working on right now in your own words? Two, if you could wave a magic wand and have our team do one thing that would make your life easier, what would it be? And three, what's your best piece of advice for someone new here? So these questions basically cover everything that you could possibly want as a new person at this company and to build a relationship with this contact. So asking them what they're working on and what their team is working on in their own words means that you're giving them a chance to explain everything that they're doing in a way that feels comfortable and exciting to them. And that's going to allow you to tap into the way that they describe what they're talking about, the things that matter to them. And that is going to give you a lot of great information. For the second question, we're basically asking them, what can my team do or what does my team need to do that they haven't been willing to do in the past or haven't had time to do in the past that would make your life easier? So what we're doing here is showing the person that we want to help them. We want to make their life easier. We're keeping them in mind when we take 
information, decisions, et cetera, back to our own team. So we almost make it seem as if we're in their corner and we're going to advocate for them within our own team. And they're going to tell us exactly what we need to do, exactly what we need to advocate for. And when you ask a bunch of people this question, first, you're going to know exactly what each person wants. But second, you're going to be able to see what common answers come up. And that's going to allow you to go get a lot of bang for your buck with the actions that you take and the things that you pitch to your own team. And then third, what's the best piece of advice for someone new here? This is just a great way to source advice. And again, you have individual advice from each person that you can go act on and report back to them on, but you can also rank these things and you can say, okay, what is the number one most common piece of advice from all these people who can impact my growth trajectory? Well, go take action on that piece of advice. And now you can go back to each one of those people who shared it and say, hey, here's what I did. What's next? So you can use this to start to build relationships and it's helpful in terms of prioritizing your time when it comes to taking that advice. The next step here, number four, is to document their answers. So I like to do this immediately after my meeting. I open up my spreadsheet where I had their name and their email, and I either comment in a cell or just write notes in a cell, but I basically document their answers to every single question I ask, and I add my own personal notes like names of their family members or interests and hobbies they brought up or personal goals or anything else that they mentioned because this is basically going to be my second brain. This is going to be where I put all that information. So the next time I talk to this person, I can go back and reference and say, oh, their daughter's birthday was last week. Let me mention that. Or, oh, they said this was the best piece of advice and I took action on that. So let me circle back with them. You're going to have all this information in a document that you can reference. So it doesn't have to be actively stored in your brain. And that's going to make you seem really, really personable with the folks that you're engaging with. It's also going to save you time because there's no way you can remember all of these little details for 30 people or even 20 people when this is your first month on the job. So this is basically going to be your second brain and your relationship roadmap. The fifth step in this process is to identify what I call, quote, double dip wins. So after you speak to all these colleagues, you want to review that data in your sheet and you want to look for the most common asks of your team, the most common challenges other teams are facing and the best pieces of advice for you as a new hire. And then what you want to do is go brainstorm plans for each of those things. This is, again, going to be the next step in that roadmap. People gave you all of the data. Now you're analyzing the data to understand the areas where you would get the most bang for your buck if you invested in them. So that is exactly what we're doing in this step. Now for the sixth step, you're gonna go take action on those things and you're going to report back. So as these plans begin to form, you wanna get out there and take action. You wanna pitch your team on something that would help one or more of your contacts. You wanna test the solution to one or more of your contacts challenges. And you want to go out there and take action on your contacts advice so that you can level up as a new hire, but so you also have information that you can bring back to the table. And then what you're going to do is after you've taken that first action, after you've started to make progress, you're going to report back to the people on your contact list and say, hey, I really appreciated our conversation. I know that you mentioned this was a challenge or this is something you wanted my team to do or this was your piece of advice. Well, I went and took action on that and here's what resulted and here's where we're going next and here's what you can expect. And that brings us to the seventh step, which is basically the growth acceleration path. This is basically what you're going to rinse and repeat for the entire first 90 days at this job. And the framework is going to be super powerful because it's going to help you identify those career difference makers. It's going to help you uncover their needs and goals. It's going to give you a blueprint to help them. And then all you have to do is go take action and report back. So by the end of 90 days, 
You've likely built relationships with people off the back of taking their advice. You've also added value to them by helping them solve their challenges or by letting them know that their voice is being heard within your team. And all of these things are going to help you build really, really strong connections with these people. And these people happen to be the same folks who can influence your ability to grow rapidly at this company. So this is how you set the tone within the first 90 days. And unfortunately, most people don't do this. So what ends up happening is they kind of squander this opportunity. And now all of a sudden, that VP or that executive or that other person is too busy to talk to somebody else that has been for the, with the team for five, six months. And now all of a sudden, it's kind of weird to show up and ask somebody, you know, what their goals are, what their challenges are, because you've been told what those are in team meetings, et cetera. So you're not going to get the same level of personalized advice, and you're not going to create the opening for that personal relationship. So that's why it is so important to capitalize on this early on in that new job. Make this a priority in the first 90 days. Use that little bit of dead time that you're going to have while you're doing your training, while you're ramping up, while you don't have projects left to go build out this list, go reach out to these people and go have these coffee chats. I promise if you do, you're going to build super strong relationships that are going to skyrocket your career trajectory at this company. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening. And I will see you in the next episode of the podcast. 